Hello, this is Ayush from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 11th of August, and Kerala has reported over 40,000 breakthrough cases of COVID-19 infections in people who have been vaccinated. According to NDTV, the central government has asked Kerala to send all such cases for genome sequencing, which analyzes the virus sample taken from a COVID patient and compares it with other cases. According to officials in the Ministry of Health and Family Welfare, there is worry if the coronavirus has mutated sufficiently to enable it to escape the immunity being provided by vaccines or previous infection. It is not yet known if the breakthrough infections are fueled by the fast-spreading Delta variant that was first found in India and has since been driving the surge in multiple countries. Most breakthrough cases have been reported from Pattanam Thitta district where nearly 15,000 people were found infected after the first COVID dose, while 5,000 were found infected after the second vaccine jab. Reinfection is rare and not impossible. Vaccination plays a vital role in protecting individuals from a first infection, including those who have already had COVID. So far, Kerala has reported over 20,000 cases daily for the past few weeks, with a dip seen yesterday when it reported 13,000 cases and 105 deaths. Today, the state reported 21,000 cases and 152 deaths. 11 people have died and around 30 are missing after a landslide in Himachal Pradesh's Kinnor district this afternoon left several vehicles buried under debris. Abid Hussain Sadik, the district's deputy commissioner, said that several vehicles, including a Himachal Road Transport Corporation bus carrying over 40 passengers, are buried under the debris. The bus was on its way from Rekong Pio in Kinnor to Shimla. Nearly 300 personnel of the Indo-Tibetan Border Police, or the ITBP, have been deployed at the landslide site. So far, 10 people have been rescued, according to state officials. Kinnor MLA J.S. Negi stated that while rescue teams have been rushed to the spot, the operation is being hindered due to falling boulders. A video showed boulders and rocks rolling down the hillside with a roar before crashing into vehicles on the highway. Around 200 troops of the ITBP were sent for rescue efforts. According to Reuters, an ITBP spokesperson said that the rescue operations will continue through the night, if not longer. An alleged accused in the case pertaining to the smuggling of gold in Kerala through diplomatic cargo has confessed to the customs that the state's chief minister, Pinarayi Vijayan, had taken a packet containing a bundle of currency to UAE during one of his overseas journeys. The alleged incident had taken place in 2017 during Vijayan's visit to the UAE. The statement was given by the consulate's former staff, P.S. Sarit, who is one of the accused in the smuggling of 30 kilograms of gold under the cover of diplomatic cargo to the consulate in July last year. While probing the case, the customs had come across the illegal export of $190,000 by consulate financial head Khalid Mohammed Al-Shukri. Customs had mentioned Vijayan's packet of currency to UAE in show-cause notices issued to the accused persons in the dollar export case, which had taken place in August 2019. Earlier, CPIM leader and former Assembly Speaker Pri Shimaramakrishnan had come under the shadow of an alleged smuggling of foreign currency out of the country. Sarit, in his statement before the Customs under Section 124 of the Customs Act, said that in early 2017, he got a call from the General Administration Department of the state government saying that the chief minister had a plan to travel to the UAE. 
A Delhi court today granted bail to Bharatiya Janata Party leader Ashwini Upadhyay in connection with an event where hateful slogans calling for violence against Muslims were shouted at a rally in Jantar Mandir on August 8th. The police had arrested Upadhyay and five others from different parts of Delhi and its neighboring areas on Tuesday morning. The five other men were identified as Deepak Singh, Vinod Sharma, Vineet Bajpayee, Preet Singh and Deepak Kumar. They have been charged with promoting religious enmity and Section 51 of the Delhi Disaster Management Authority Act for violating COVID-19 protocols. Upadhyay was remanded to two days of judicial custody, following which the Supreme Court advocate sought bail. Sunday's event had been organized by Upadhyay as part of an effort he called the Bharat Jodo Movement. It ostensibly aimed to urge the authorities to put an end to colonial era laws by establishing a uniform civil code. However, videos from the event site less than 2 kilometers from the parliament showed a group of people shouting slogans that called for the murder of muslims during the hearing today the delhi police told deputy metropolitan magistrate at patiala house court udbhav kumar jain that the bjp leader was a speaker at the event and they are investigating whether he was present when anti muslim slogans were shouted my colleague shivangi was also at the spot and captured some of this sloganeering while the police claim that the protesters are unknown Shivangi interviewed them and found out who they are. You can watch for video report on newslaundry.com. It's titled quote Meet the men who shouted anti-Muslim slogans in Delhi unquote. If you want Shivangi to continue doing such important ground reports, please do consider subscribing to News Laundry. You can do so by heading over to our website and clicking on the subscribe button on the top right hand corner. Our cheapest subscription costs only 300 rupees a month. So please extend your support to independent media. and pay to keep news free twitter told the delhi high court today that it has deleted the tweet of senior congress leader rahul gandhi that had a photograph of the parents of a 9 year old dalit girl who was allegedly raped and killed at a crematorium in southwest delhi on august 1st the submission was made in response to a petition seeking legal action including registration of an fir against gandhi for posting the photograph senior advocate sajan povaiya representing twitter told the court that the tweet has already been deleted since it was in violation of the microblogging sites policy puvaiya also told the court that gandhi's account has also been locked the petitioner in the case is makaran suresh marlekar a social activist his petition argued that gandhi violated section 74 of juvenile justice act 2015 and section 232 of the pokso act both of which mandate that the identity of a child victim of a crime shall not be disclosed when advocate gautam jha representing the petitioner disputed the submission of twitter and submitted that it needs to be put on record via an affidavit the court took exception while listing the case for september 27th the court asked the counsels representing gandhi delhi police and other respondents to remain ready with submissions of one page or two senior advocate rs chima represented gandhi in the case the taliban seized three more provincial capitals in afghanistan and a local army headquarters in a blitz across the country's northeast the insurgents now control some two thirds of the nation as the us and nato finalized their withdrawal after its decades long war there the fall of the capitals of badakhshan and baglan provinces to the northeast and farah province to the west put pressure on the country's central government to stop the advance even as it lost a major base in kunduz afghan president ashraf ghani rushed to balkh province already surrounded by taliban held territory to seek help pushing back the insurgents from warlords linked to allegations of atrocities and corruption 
while Kabul itself has not been directly threatened in the advance, the Taliban's swift takeover raises questions of how long the Afghan government can maintain control of its countryside. The multiple fronts of the battle have stretched the government's special operations forces, and the violence has pushed thousands of civilians to seek safety in the capital. The U.S. military, which plans to complete its withdrawal by the end of the month, has conducted some airstrikes, but largely has avoided involving itself in the ground campaign. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.